This is WJSE Ashley, Owasso, Z92.5, The Castle. The game is over, but the night is just beginning. If you like football, you're at the right spot. Z92.5. We'll get you to the scores from all the action from under the Friday night lights. Look at tomorrow's college games. And get you ready for Sunday and Monday's NFL action. Baseball, basketball, hockey, or whatever's on your sporting mind is fair game as our host can field whatever question you have on our open line. Call anytime in the next two hours at 989-79-1925 to get on the air. It's time for Sports Forum, and here's your host, Ted Patel. Hey, 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 hello again, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Sports Forum. Again, a little bit shortened because of our travel from Lansing area tonight, but uh, we are here in the studios. We'll be all the way up until midnight talking sports, talking football, talking whatever you want to get into. My partner, as always, Bart Matthews, is here, and we're going to be uh, starting off the phones. Our telephone line is 989-729-1925. I want to thank the great corporate sponsors on board again tonight, Main Street Pizza, Jacobs Insurance, and Sportsnet Michigan, and uh, we're also going to be giving away a $20 gift certificate courtesy of the good folks at Main Street Pizza. Well, Bartman, we made it through another football game, my friend. Uh, a little bit of a laugher, but uh, set it up pretty good. Yeah, it did. Uh, good effort by Lansing Eastern, but a big, big win by St. John's, 48-15, to and why don't we right now uh, just go down the list of what we have on scores before we get to the phone line. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, the game you heard right here on the castle, uh, St. John's beating Lansing Eastern, like you just said, 48-13. Uh, 48 48-15. They got the 48-15, that's end. right, that's right, they did. All right, uh, some other stuff. PW, a big winner tonight. They beat the uh, the Bees of Bath 69-6. Pontiac Notre Dame wins over uh, Corona tonight, 35-8. It was DeWitt shutting out Okemos, 39 to nothing. Swartz Creek barely getting by Clio, 14 to 12. Ovidelsi a big winner against Otisville Lakeville Memorial, 60 to six. The Railroaders, Duran, Duran, a uh, winner tonight. They top E.A. Johnston High School, 29 to 25. Uh, Chesning over Montrose, 35-31. It was New Lothrop, 48. Byron, 21. East Lansing squeaking by Grand Ledge, 31-28. Sounds like that was one of, the, game. one of the games of the night. Speaking of games of the night, uh, St. Louis over the Cheese, 22-20 in Pinconning. Uh, Hazlitt getting by Mason, 26-23. Some other games in our area. Williamston uh, beating Fowlerville, 21-14. Uh, Charlotte tops Ionia 26 to 19. Lansing Catholic all over Eaton Rapids 49 zip. Uh, Portland a big winner over Lansing Sexton 33 to 12. Fowler tops Fulton 28 14. Langsburg over Potterville 38 to 13. What else do I got in in our area? Perry Ramblers in the fourth quarter. Uh, we do not have a final yet on this one, but. Uh, Perry leading Vermontville Maple Valley 55-42. Alma, this is a final, a big winner over Shepherd 50-6. Ithaca, the coming, Yellow Jackets. Yeah, they're they're back in Ithaca form, man. Uh, over Saginaw Valley tonight, 73 to nothing. So some Ouch. some big scores. Uh, Morris 
over Mayville in the fourth quarter. This is a fourth quarter score, 40 to six. We'll try and update that. Also, a uh, fourth score, fourth quarter score for you. Fenton leading Owasso, 62 to seven. About five and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. I'm sure that game's over with. Yeah, then, I think that, I think we just need to refresh that screen probably to get the finals. Yeah. It is the Friday Night Sports Forum, and why don't we, before we get to our next break, let's uh, start off on the phone lines at 989-729-1925, and let's see if we can get Sean from Vernon on. Hey, Sean. You there with Hello? us, Sean? Yeah, I'm here. What's up tonight, buddy? Well, much, Grandpa Ted. How's the grandbaby doing? Oh, doing great. Doing great. I thought he called you Grandpa Ted. I am a grandpa, yes, indeed. Uh, Harper came into the world June 24th and uh, got another granddaughter coming at the end of this month. So it just means I'm getting old, John. Thank you. Hey, what's this, um, uh, Rod Allen choking up Marion Benbaugh? I heard seen that on Twitter today. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I guess, well, you know. If you're fighting for a seat, you want your seat, you know, I guess that's what it comes down to. Yeah, it'd be a good chair. You know, we never did hear anything officially, but it did sound like that's what he did. He uh, took offense to Mario and put him in the chokehold, and, you know, we'll see what happens now. What do you think is going to end up happening? I guess they're both uh, laid off for the rest of the baseball season, which is uh, another couple weeks. But uh, you think both or either one will come back next year? No. I think uh, uh, Matt Shepard would take over if Kirk Gibson. You know, I was talking to Bart about that. I think Shepard is in line to uh, get that gig if it does become available, which it might now. Uh, whether Gibson wants to do it full-time or not, I'm not sure. I think he does do a good job. Um, you know, his his delivery a lot of people don't have the best of times with, but he's very knowledgeable in baseball. By the, by the way, they won today 5-3. to three. Five to three over the Cardinals. I'm going down there, by the way, tomorrow. Uh, they're giving away uh, a 1968 jersey. They're going to honor the 68 team on the field before the game, and it's going to be a great, great event. Oh, and one more thing, um, Ted, is um, who played better, Michigan State or Michigan? Last week, you mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, what Michigan kind of question State, is that? Michigan John? State got the W, so you almost got to give them the the nod there. They didn't play particularly well, but it's always good in my book when you get the win. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> you're, you're, you, sound uh, little, you sound a little tired tonight, Sean. Huh? You sound a little tired. Oh, uh, I slept too late last night. Ah, too much sleep. What's what's wrong with? Corona this year. They, I want to see the Washington game. They look small this year again. Yeah, they're struggling a little bit. They lost tonight as well, and uh, uh, it's, yeah, it could be a tough year for the Cavaliers. So is um, Jared doing good in, with the in Grand Rapids? Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, he'll probably be checking in on the program a little later. Stay tuned. All right. Hey, I saw your um, ES team guy is um. I don't think um, Aaron Meyer said get a three-game expansion. He said at least get six-game expansion. So you want me to ask Matt that from ESPN? Yeah. All right. I'll try to remember to ask him then, all right? All right, Grandpa. I'll talk to you later. All right. Check out our podcast while you're at it, too. Three-point podcast. Oh, I, I've been listening to it. How do, you, do you like it? Yeah, it's very good. Thanks, man. Well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out, um, send you an email. Okay. Yeah, it's at, at three-point pod. Okay. All right. See hey, you later. Um, 
You should when you guys go to the um um get out of the uh, out of the radio station, take it on the road. <laughs> well, we, we were talking about that tonight. We might one of these days take it to where E Man works in the evenings, if you know what I'm talking about. The E Man? Yeah. yeah he's the, got a night they job. Can hear your favorite plays. The uh, one on, I went to your favorite plays um, last night. Oh, Rivals? Yeah. How do you like it over there? It's good. Yeah. Watch TV and watch a lot of sports. Yep, a lot of, it's a good spot to be. Make sure next time you go in here, you tell them you listen to Three Point Podcast, all right? Oh, do I get a free pizza out of that deal? Well, they might they might do something for you. <laughs> all right, okay, Sean, look, we got to go. we got a commercial, so we'll be back. Thanks for the call, Sean. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll be back here on the Sports Forum right after this. What comes to mind when you hear the words Main Street Pizza? Mm-mm. Yep, pretty much. You might even start drooling a little. If you're craving authentic, delicious pizza loaded with toppings, Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. Baked old style in brick ovens. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Ditch the reheated prepackaged dough and take a bite of pizza perfection. Go with a traditional favorite or try a delicious Main Street specialty pizza like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take-and-bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go. Made fresh to order. You take it home and bake it when you want for a fresh pizza any night of the week. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, Main Street Pizza gives you a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and Loaded with toppings, baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. Hashtag yummy. Hey, sports fans. This is Gary Jacobs from Jacobs Insurance. I'm calling unsportsmanlike conduct on outrageous auto insurance premiums. If you pay way too much for auto insurance, you need to call Jacobs Insurance. We recently added a new player to our team, Wolverine Mutual. Wolverine Mutual has recently voted the number one Michigan insurance company for competitive auto insurance premiums. And Jacobs Insurance is the only agency in Shiawassee County with Wolverine Mutual on their team. Jacobs Insurance has been in business for 35 years. Wolverine Mutual has been in business for 95 years. So let our experience work for you and see how much we can save you on your auto insurance. Wolverine Mutual is tearing up the competition. So don't wait. Call Jacobs Insurance at 725-7117 or stop by our office on M21 by Home Depot. We also handle homes, motorcycles, boats, recreational vehicles, and business insurance. When you think of insurance, think Jacobs Insurance. Hello, Scott here with U.S. 27 Motorsports and Trailers in St. John's. It's the Sea-Doo Yellow Tag event at U.S. 27 Motorsports. Ride into your next adventure with a revolutionary performance of Sea-Doo Watercraft. And for a limited time, get a 2017 Sea-Doo Spark starting at $49.99 and 1.9% financing for 36 months. Escape the everyday at U.S. 27 Motorsports and Trailers in St. John's. Offer ends September 9th, 2018. Certain conditions apply. See dealer for details. Hello, Scott here with U.S. 27 Motorsports and Trailers in St. John's. John's. You have 2,000 fence posts, 900 acres, 48 bales, one trophy, all before lunch, which we caught last Saturday. There aren't enough hours in the day, so we work in the dark. 
The 9 to 5 here is 5 to 9. We earn our scars. We wear our work ethic. We work until work's done. And when it is, a few hours of shut-eye to rest up for tomorrow, the day will finally get something done. The Can-Am Defender, family of side-by-sides. We're built for this. Find the perfect Defender for your hard day's work at U.S. 27 Motorsports and Trailers in St. John's. Twillinger's Tavern invites you to an incredible night of food, rhythm, and soul during the Bottom of the Hill Blues Festival this Saturday. Langsburg is the place to be as the streets come alive with dancing and live music. The entertainment kicks off at 3 p.m., so come early and catch four incredible performances. This year's Bottom of the Hill Blues Festival features Blind Dog, Big Bucks and the Loose Change, plus Grady Hall and the Disciples of Funk. Don't miss headliner Jack Pine Savages featuring Bill Malone, Wayne Morton, Dave Huber, Sean McDonald, and Gino Parker grooving at 9 p.m. Get ready for a night of soul this Saturday when blues meets the streets on East Grand River. Come out for great food and drink specials and the best in live blues. You know Twilliger's Tavern always brings you delicious food and fun. Now they invite you to celebrate the smooth, silky sounds and some of the coolest live music around. This awesome street party jams all night long on East Grand River in Langsburg. And you can bring your own lawn chairs too. Don't miss the Bottom of the Hill Blues Festival Saturday night. In case of rain, the show will be held inside Twilliger's. Tickets are only $10. Get more info about the Bottom of the Hill Blues Festival on the Twilliger's Tavern Facebook page. A consumer had contacted her health insurance company to discuss adding her unborn child to her health plan. She was provided incorrect information by her health insurance company and was faced with having to pay two separate deductibles. The Department of Insurance and Financial Services reviewed her complaint, and the insurance company reversed their decision, saving her about $6,000. DIFFS is here to help for free. For more information, call 877-999-6442. Sponsored by DIFFS and the Michigan Association of Broadcasters. Agriculture is the driving force behind Michigan's economy. Every weekday morning starting at 5.40 a.m., tune in for Brownfield Ag News for America. You'll get morning national ag headlines, also Michigan agribusiness news, along with dairy updates, morning livestock reports, managing for profit, and healthy living. Brownfield Ag News for America programming is brought to you by Steiner Tractor Parts in Lennon and Z92.5 The Castle. Welcome back to the Friday Night Sports Forum. I'm Ted Fattel with Bart Matthews. Our corporate sponsors include Main Street Pizza and Jacobs Insurance. And let's right now go to our Jacobs Insurance Coaches Hotline for the... What's the matter? We lost the call? I think, I think we lost a coach. Oh. Apparently we've lost uh, the coach. Well, we'll see if we can try and make connections. But uh, while we do, just want to remind you that I... Uh, you know, I'm ready for some baseball action tomorrow because I'm actually going to go down and watch the Tigers take on the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, I know it's the Tigers, but uh, it's kind of pleasant memories for me, reliving the 1968 team. I, I told you a little earlier, back when I was a 12-year-old, you know, that was my team. I mean, I can go right down the lineup, you know, Norm Cash at first, McAuliffe at second, Ray Euler at short. Uh, Don Word at third base. And then you go to the outfield, Willie Horton in left. Stanley in center. Northrop and K-Line in right field. Northrop would go to center sometimes. Free hand behind the plate. Lolich and uh, McLean and uh, Don or, uh, Earl Wilson on the mound. I mean, that was a heck of a team. Yeah. A lot of them will be there tomorrow, too. So it'll be, it'll be cool to see, you know. 
I saw a picture of them, and uh, you know, I'm getting old, but I, I saw a picture of some of them like in wheelchairs and in walkers and stuff. <laughs> Oh, it just reminds me, though, I was 12, you know, uh, and they were in their 20s and 30s. That is brutal. That is brutal. You know, and, That's what and, I got to look forward to, buddy. You know, and, and it's not like, you know, football or wrestling or hockey or something like that where you're expecting people to be hobbled like that, you know? Right, right. You know, it's, it's, it's baseball, so... They're old. Yeah, that's true. Hey, by the way, if you're tuned in on the radio tonight and you hear some static, I mean, we go through this every year about this time of year. I think it has to do with sunspots or something. But I've got a suggestion for you. Just uh, if you have a smartphone, download the Castle app. It's absolutely free, very easy to do. And the signal comes in crystal clear, even in these kind of situations, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I, we're actually... Uh what were you listening to it? On? I had it on TuneIn Radio. That you know, it's I a gotta, good app. I gotta, I gotta get that app. I, I had it on my Android. I got, I gotta get it on my iPhone because there's a lot of cool stuff on there. There's, there's these podcast things yeah. that the kids are talking about. Can, can I listen to the Three Point podcast Absolutely on, on TuneIn Radio? You can, yeah. Okay. In fact. Uh, blatant plug for that three-point podcast in fact we'll be talking to a couple of my partners on there matt burns of espn and uh, jared fatel now of uh, fox 17 up in grand rapids uh they're my partners on the show we have three different generations three different ways we look at things and uh, get into a bunch of debates it's a lot of fun so if you get a chance listen to three-point podcast on like bart said tune in radio you can also find it on apple itunes and soundcloud What's cool about SoundCloud is if you if you uh, tune in and subscribe, it keeps track of every listen. And we're closing in, Bart. You know, we've started this at the the beginning of the year. We're closing in on a hundred thousand listens, which wow. is that's mind-boggling. Yeah, we've had a couple shows over twenty-five thousand listens, so that helped add up the numbers. But having a lot of fun with it. It's, a lot, it's very similar to this show. And one of the things we talked about in the most recent episode was Michigan and Michigan State football. Let's start right there. So who do you think played better? <laughs> now, I don't know when he asked that. Was was he trying to rub it in, or was he being serious? I think it was a legitimate question, okay. actually. Okay. You know, just because you get a win doesn't mean you play well. Well, take a look at Michigan State last week. That's what I'm talking about. And they've got uh, something really tough coming up. I mean, Arizona State, I can't think of the last time that a Big Ten team beat them. At in the desert. In the desert. Right. They've got a coach now who basically plays to win <laughs> the games. Yes. So, yeah, it's going to be a tough a tough matchup for Michigan State. Western Michigan, probably not that much of a challenge for Michigan. It, it shouldn't be. You know, you would think they'll have a good week, had a good week of practice and get ready for the Broncos. The, day, the days of looking past MAC teams are long gone. Sure. You know, ever since uh, Central upset Michigan State back in the Perlis days. You know, you can't look past those MAC teams, but I don't know. Yeah, Michigan fell to a couple of MAC schools, too. Well, yeah, and then fell During to, the dark ages. Fell to Appalachian State, who almost beat Penn State last week. Yeah. In fact, they should have beat Penn State. It was, you know, Nittany Lions got a little lucky at the end of that game, but they did get the, the W, and that's what it's all about. You know, but the Michigan game, it was disappointing to me because... They, they obviously were not ready to play from the get-go. The defense, you know, let Notre Dame drive right down the field. I will say this about Don Brown and his defensive unit. 
as the game went on, they made adjustments and played pretty solid for the most part. Offense, I never did quite understand. You know, they've had all this time to work Shea Patterson into the offense, really fine-tune this team to fit his skill level, and they came out with the same old Michigan offensive strategy. Just It boggles my mind, especially with Harbaugh, you know, being a former quarterback. The only thing that I can figure out is he was such a Bo Schembechler protege, and he's just stubborn, you know, and doesn't necessarily want to change things up. I mean, Michigan State obviously changed it up at the end of the game. I don't think they wanted to really show the option that they ran, but they needed to get the W and, and did it, you yeah. know, and it really it came away and, and helped them get the W. Yeah, Michigan just, you know, I just watched a little bit of the highlights. It's just past couple of years, just a boring offense. And I shouldn't say the past couple of years. I mean, there's a lot of times in, in the past 50 years that Michigan's had kind of a boring offense. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'd you say know. so. And like you said, I mean, if, if you're a former quarterback and you're known for developing quarterbacks, you know, and this is the type of, uh, of product you're putting out there offensively, it's, it's just not acceptable anywhere, especially in, the, in Big Ten, national TV, University of Michigan parlance. It's just not acceptable. Right. Well, I would expect against Western, they're gonna they're gonna fine tune things a little bit with Patterson. You know, they'll run the run pass option a lot more. I would expect. Um, I, the play I've always liked in the past is the rollout and then just the pass to the tight end coming across the middle towards the sideline. They got to get the running game going. They got to get the offensive line protecting the the backs. So we'll see. I, I, I expect to see a better Michigan performance against Western, you know, but it was a disappointment going opening up the season with a loss in week one. The only good thing about that was it was week one. They got a chance to rebound from that. Yeah, it's a, lo a lot easier to rebound from a week one than a week 10, week 11 loss. Absolutely. I don't know if I'm still... On board with the uh, prediction we made last two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm going to hedge on that a little bit. Uh, they're going to lose one contention. tough game, and uh, I think they're going to make the playoff. Right. I don't know about that. Well, we'll see. They, uh, you, they could shock us, yeah, right? Yeah, they could. They could. If they get on a little roll right now and get some confidence going, you never know. You know, I don't know about the whole Final Four. I'm thinking maybe they're one of the four best teams in the Big Ten East. Yeah. Yeah, well... That's what it's looking like right now. Long season, though, partner. Long season. Do we have a 10:45 break that we need to we do? We do. We should probably do that and see if we can uh, reconnect with uh, some of our coaches. Yep. 989-729-1925. Also, if you want to hop on board. Hi, I'm Gary Jacobs from Jacobs Insurance in Owasso. Our business is like football. You must have a good team to be competitive. Our team just added a new player, Wolverine Mutual Insurance Company. They were recently voted number one auto insurance company in Michigan for competitive premiums and excellent service by independent insurance agents. And Jacobs Insurance is the only agency in Shiawassee County with Wolverine Mutual on their team. So if you are paying a lot for auto insurance, and who isn't, give my office a call or stop in and get a comparative quote. You might be surprised with how much you can save on your auto insurance at Jacobs Insurance. We're located on M21 by Home Depot. Our phone number is 725-7117 or visit us on the web at www.jacobsinsurance.com. Remember, Jacobs Insurance for competitive auto insurance. 
welcome to the Ultimate Pizza Showdown. In this corner, the reigning champ, Main Street Pizza, with its huge toppings, gooey cheese, and fresh dough. And in the other corner, some other pizza looking kind of weak, with wimpy pepperoni and almost no cheese on top. The judges take a bite of Main Street Pizza. And the scores? 10, 10, 10. Now, it's the challenger's turn. Ooh, the judges don't look very happy. The scores are in. Two, three, two. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. In the unanimous knockout, Main Street Pizza wins again. Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Go with a traditional favorite or try delicious Main Street specialty pizza, like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take-and-bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go, made fresh to order. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, you get a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and covered in toppings. Baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. C92.5 invites you to visit our historic places, explore our unique shops, and stop in our friendly businesses filled with smiling faces. It's time to celebrate summer in Owasso. Waz Culligan has the perfect solution for your family's water treatment needs. Now, with their special introductory offer, you can rent a Culligan's water system for just $9.95 a month. Call today for details, 989-725-5515. Say goodbye to bad taste and enjoy healthy, high-quality water today from Waz Culligan in Owasso. Call 989-725-5515 or visit culliganowasso.com. Introducing Moonbeam Bistro and Bar, Owasso's newest destination for stellar food and cosmic cocktails. Customers are already raving about Moonbeam's exceptional food and the casual, comfortable, clean, and friendly atmosphere. You'll feel the great vibe when you walk in the door. Stop by for lunch and dinner. Plus, it's always happy hour with $2 domestic beers and $3 well drinks every day. Moonbeam Bistro and Bar, 1011 Main Street in historic West Town. Check them out on Facebook today. Owasso Tractor Parts is your complete source for farm tractor repair parts and restoration. With their combined 60 years experience, they can tackle any size job from minor repairs to complete overhauls. At Owasso Tractor Parts, they have thousands of parts in stock so you can get the parts you need fast. Stop in their new location at 1003 South Washington Street or shop online at OwassoTractorParts.com. Call 989-729-6567. Accent Garage Door is a family-owned business serving Central Michigan with over 30 years of experience installing and repairing garage doors. They offer quality garage doors and services at competitive prices. Their trucks are fully stocked for fast, same-day service, including spring and garage door opener replacement and repair. Visit AccentGarageDoorMI.com or call for your free no-hassle quote, 989 989- 989-727-0055. That's 989-727-0055. Our unique shops, historic places, friendly businesses, and smiling faces are waiting for you to celebrate summer in Owasso. Woo! 
this is Mike from Bellinger Special Meats, two miles north of St. John's on US-127. It's that time of year again. It's football season. That means tailgating, weekends with friends and neighbors. If you're looking for something to have with that party, stop off to Bellinger Special Meats. We have a wing tray, several different flavors of wings. We have a smoked meat party tray, snack stick jerky, summer sausage and cheese. Check out our ready-to-eat section. Smoked brisket, pulled pork, ribs, eight-piece chickens, barbecue chicken, pulled chicken, full line of salads and dips. Salmon dip, spinach dip, a buffalo chicken dip. If you're looking for a light snack, we also have flavored pretzels, honey barbecue, garlic parmesan, smokehouse, honey mustard, and more flavors. Stop out to Bellinger Specialty Meats, two miles north of St. John's on US-127. For our weekly specials, check us out at BellingerMeats.com. Bellinger Specialty Meats is now selling your favorite beer and wine. And don't forget Bellinger Packing for all of your meat processing services. With Bellinger Specialty Meats, you will always score the winning touchdown. You sit at a desk. They sit at a desk. You have sales reports. They have book reports. You need supplies. They need supplies. In many ways, business is a lot like school. That's why your small business should take advantage of back-to-school deals available now at Staples. Like this week, buy one ream of Staples brand copy paper and get a second one absolutely free. Make back-to-school your business right now at your local Staples store. While supplies last, our friends 9818, in-store only. We're all looking for that special someone who really gets us, who understands all of our moods and quirks, who knows that deep down, we love singing along the late 2000s girl power anthems as much as early 90s slow jams. On Spotify, that's exactly what you get. Playlists that get you because they're made just for you. And the more you listen, the better we get at helping you discover music you'll love. So download the free app today and find your perfect playlist. Listen now for free on Spotify. Patel with Bart Matthews, and we're coming up on the 11 o'clock hour, but before we get to our ID, let's see if we can make connections again with our first coach tonight, Terry Hesbrook of the Ithaca Yellow Jackets. Hello there, coach. Hey, guys. How are you doing tonight? Well, we're doing good. Appreciate you hanging tough with us there, and uh, a big win for the Yellow Jackets tonight. We haven't talked to you this year yet, but uh, I know you had a tough opener against PW, but tell us about tonight's game, first of all. Well, tonight we, uh, we played Valley Lutheran on the road. And uh, we we got out of there with a 73 to zero victory, mm. and I uh, got out of there healthy, so that's good. Everybody got a lot of playing time, so that's good. And hopefully, we'll continue to to get some of our young kids some time and 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 get better. So you know, for, for bigger games down the road. So Yellow Jackets two and one right now, right? Yes. All right. I don't want to go back to a bad memory, but I gotta since this is the first time we've had a chance to talk. That first opening night against uh, PW, a couple of state championship programs going at it. The atmosphere up there at Alma College had to be pretty electric, huh? It, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. You know, and some people asked me if the, you know, if that was a game that I regretted scheduling, and absolutely not, um, because I think we're going to be better for it in the long run. Um, you know, we got a chance to play in front of over 5,000 people in a high school football wow. game, you know, class, class C football, you know, in the middle of Michigan. It was amazing. The Alma College venue is fantastic, and people from all over the place came out to watch. And yeah, obviously, I wish we would have played better and made a competitive game, you know, but our young kids got a chance to get exposed to that big game atmosphere. And, 
and you know that's what we hope to play in later in the season. So uh, you know, I think I think it was good. It was a good experience for us, even though we lost. Yeah, you know, and again, in in that kind of atmosphere and in, in those type of programs, I mean, I think the Yellow Jackets, what you had like 73 straight uh, regular season games going into that one. I mean, P.W. and Jeremy Miller coming off a couple of back-to-back state championships. They run a program I think is very similar to what you run, isn't it? Well, they've had great success. There's That's no all I mean. Jer- Jer- yeah, Jeremy and I have uh, become good friends, and uh, I have utmost respect for he and his program and what they do there. And uh, I, I don't, there's nobody beating them this year. Right. <laughs> I'd, hate to see, I'd hate to see the team that, that, uh, that in Division 7 that knocks them off. Um, you know, they just need to stay focused, and I talked to him about that. I said, you know, you've got the horses, you know, you just got to ride them. And, uh, um, you know, I, I, I look for them to be, you know, Division 7 state champions again. But uh, it was a great matchup. It was great for both communities. You know, we had, we had a fundraiser that night to fight hunger in both communities, and uh, we raised over $10,000. Oh, my goodness. That's you know, unbelievable. So that's, that's really spe- You know, that's special. And was, I mean, like I said, I said, I wish high school football was like that every week. You know what I mean? That's amazing. It, yeah. was, it was really a great experience. And, and um, you know, just so, like I said, so happened that, you know, they, they jumped on us early. After the first quarter and a half, I think we settled down and settled in and played, you know, played much better. You know, and he told me, he goes, hey, he goes, I wouldn't want to play you guys at the end of the year. <laughs> you know, because all these kids are going to get up to speed, you know. But but it was a little bit, maybe the stage was a little too big for our first game, but uh, that's okay. We'll, we'll have to live with the. Well, see, you know, now you're going to you're gonna have to be in the same mode as Michigan now, right? They played a tough team, Notre Dame, to start the season off, but now they got a chance to uh, start whittling away at things, and that's what you've done now with back-to-back wins. Tell me about how your team's come along from week one to where you're at right now. Well, week two we played a very talented Hemlock team and uh, big. We were we were outside uh, manned, you know, physically. Um, we were able to, you know, use our speed. We played that game back at Alma College again, and um, we were able to use our speed and make some plays um, and get away with a with a big victory there. Um, some of our young kids that we've talked about have really have really, you know, started to, you know, not make the mistakes that we made in week one, and and uh, you know that's what it's all about is you know you just keep practicing to get better. And uh, we're trying to get better so that hopefully we have an opportunity to play in some big games down the road. Um, you know, it's a, tonight was a, a great example. We have a lot of kids get in, and everybody got a chance to, to run around and get comfortable in what it is that we're doing. Awesome. Hang on the phone there for just one second while we uh, make this legal here, Coach, and I'll be back with you with a couple more questions. Okay. Talking with Terry Hesbrook, the head coach of the Ithaca Yellow Jackets. Throw out a, a few names for us that uh, we might be looking for that are going to be big contributors. I know there's got to be a Hesbrook or two on that team still, right? <laughs> well, the, the, the Hesbrook is my son Brady. He's playing quarterback for okay. us right now. And, um, you know, last week he threw for about 262 yards. Um, on 12 of 15 passing against Hemlock. And tonight he was 9 of 10 nice. for 200, 211 yards and three touchdowns. And then he also ran for two touchdowns. So, so he, had a, he had a good night. That was all in the first half. He didn't play a single down in the second half of offense. Right. So, so that was good. Um, but, you know, you got Braden Shaw. Braden Shaw's been there for a long time for us. You know, oh, yeah. he's, a, he's only a junior. He's a three-year varsity guy as a junior. I um, remember Peyton him Smith. as a freshman. Yes, and Peyton Smith is a junior. He's making plays at receiver. Hunter Beck is back. He started 14 games for us last year. Um, he's back. Is you know playing really well. He had two long touchdowns tonight. 
Uh, Derek Dreyer is a sophomore <clears throat> that's really playing well inside linebacker. Rexton Nowakowski is a senior uh, playing well. And the offensive line is really coming along. So um, there's a lot of a lot of guys. You know, we try and spread the ball around. Chance Reisner is another sophomore that's made some big plays tonight. So, um, you know, like Hunter Beck, I think he had 140 yards receiving. So, that you know, that's a, that's a big night, you know, high school receiving. Well, uh, who, who's next up for the Jackets? We play Pin Conning um, next Friday at home. Uh, we're going to do a Veterans uh, Appreciation Night, and uh, we're going to play a doubleheader again. We'll be doing our JV game, and then the varsity game will follow. So we get a chance to come on out and recognize our, you know, our local veterans and, and uh, take in a doubleheader for five bucks. Can't beat that. Deal. That's the best deal around. That's, a, that's an awesome deal, and I'll tell you what, a lot of schools, a lot of schools have been doing that honoring our veterans. I think yeah. whenever they came up with that idea, and now all the other schools are rolling with it, that's a really good thing. It is. It really is. I think it's something that uh, you know we need to do more of. Do you also wear the camo? Uh, we don't. We will not have a camo uniform. No, we've uh, we have not uh, we've not gotten to that point yet. I guess where we'll be wearing the camouflage uniforms. I know our kids would be excited to do that, but uh, <laughs> but I don't think we'll have those for next week. Not a problem. Well, best of luck in that game. Best of luck down the road, and we'll keep checking in with you if that's all right with you. Absolutely. Thank you very much, guys. I always appreciate it. All right, Terry. Terry Hesbrook, head coach of the Ithaca Yellow Jackets, right here on Z92.5, the Castle, and the Friday Night Sports Forum. Boy, I tell you what. I mean, we enjoyed broadcasting that, uh, the Cronin Owasso game, especially being a classic finish. But how fun would it have been to be there for that PW Ithaca contest opening night? Yeah. Alma College in front of 5,000 fans. Hey, well, you know, I, I got a feeling we were witnessing to a better game. Oh, we definitely you were. Know, but, yeah, I mean, just the atmosphere of being there, those two programs, uh, being at that stadium right, right there instead, yeah, definitely was uh, definitely was uh, quite the event. And like Terry said, I mean, people coming from all over the place. Right. You talk about 5,000 people in attendance. I mean, you know, yeah. everybody in mid-Michigan knew that was the game. It didn't yeah. get much pub down in the Detroit area. It never does. Still surprises me, though. You know, McCabe, he tries to he tries to follow the out-state teams the, as best he could, but how could you not look at that schedule and see PW and Ithaca? recognition right there, right? Yeah, without a yeah. doubt. I mean, state champions. Yeah. I mean, you got a team with a 73-game regular season streak. You got the other team back-to-back -back Division Seven state champions. I mean, you, you don't get a better marquee yeah. matchup than that. Yeah, that, that would have been fun. That yeah. would have been fun. Well, why don't we update our listeners again here on what scores you got, Bart, and we'll see if we can make connections with another coach or take a call at 989-729-1925. Lines are open. All right, well, uh, first off, St. John's over uh, Lansing Eastern. We all, we all know about that. 48-15. to 15. Uh, Competitive at first, but kind of turned into a laugher. Uh, some other games tonight. Chesaning beats Montrose 35-31. It was New Lothrop by 27 over Byron 48-21. East Lansing topping Grand Ledge 31-28. Squeaking by him. St. Louis squeaking by Pinconning 22-20. Hazlitt just getting by Mason 26-23. That's your uh, sheet right there for the competitive scores. <laughs> there you go. Now we get into uh, some of the other blowouts. Uh, PW over Bath tonight, 69 to six. Pontiac Notre, uh, Notre Dame Prep beating Corona, 35 to eight. Dewitt shutting down Okemos, 39 zip. 
Another competitive one right here. Swartz Creek. The Creek. Over Clio, 14-12. Right. Uh, getting back into it. Ovid Elsie just destroying Otisville, Lakeville, Memorial, 60-6. to Durand, a big winner tonight, 29-25 uh, to over E.A. Johnson. Is it Johnson or Johnston? I Johnston. think it's Johnston, I believe. Johnston, better known as Mount Morris High School. Yep. Uh, DeWitt shuts out Okemos, 39-0. East Lansing, oh, we already said that one. Holt getting by Traverse City West tonight, 14-7. Uh, Lansing Everett over Lansing Waverly, 26-21. Williamston over uh, Fowlerville, 21-14. Hazlitt gets by Mason, 26-23. Uh, Charlotte beats Ithaca, 26-19. Lansing Catholic all over Eaton Rapids, 49-0. Portland, big winner over Sexton tonight, 33-12. Fowler over Fulton, 28-14. to 14. That's always a good match. Always right there. Good. Uh, the Wolfpack over Potterville, 38-13. to 13. It was Pawama. Well, we already said that one. I got like two different sites that I'm looking at these scores. But Perry. Tell them the whole. In a basketball game over Vermontville, Maple Valley, 74-42 to 42 is your final right there. Alma, big winner over the uh, Shepherd Blue Jays, 50-6. to 6. We talked to uh, Terry Hasbrook, Ithaca, just destroying Saginaw Valley Lutheran, 73 to nothing. Uh, Fenton, uh, this is still a fourth quarter score. Got a feeling they won tonight, 62 to seven. Yeah, was what we had over Owasso. So uh, Morris, by the way, uh, 44 Mayville six, and Carson City Crystal shut out Vesterberg tonight, 54 nil. And by the way, we did try to make connections with Kendall Crockett, got his voicemail, so if he wants to hit us back up at 989-729-1925 when we get a line open, give us a shout. Let's uh, jump back to the coaches hotline, sponsored by Jacobs Insurance on line six. We have Ovid Elsie's head coach, Travis Long. Hi, Travis. Hey, how's it going? Well, it's going well. Congratulations on the W tonight. Thank you, thank you. Looks like, from what I can see, the Marauders have got another pretty good team this year, huh? Yeah, we've got a lot of good seniors that have played a lot of varsity football, and they're leading us the way and doing a good job doing it. Give us a little feel for the game tonight. Uh, we kind of jumped on them pretty quick. We scored 23 points in the first quarter and the second quarter. Mm. Uh, so it was 46-6 to six at halftime. And then uh, we scored a couple times there in the third quarter, and then we just ran the clock a little bit. So boys played pretty well. Uh, we had seven different players score, uh, and we threw the ball well, ran the ball well. And we were on the short field. We, I mean, we put up 60 points, but we only had 280 yards of total offense. So we were on their side of the field most of the night. So it was a good game. Defense played tough. Uh, you know, it was a good win for our boys. Yeah, 60-6 to win over uh, Otisville Lakeville Memorial. Uh, that's a conference opponent, correct? Correct, yep. That's our new conference, the uh, Mid-Michigan Athletic Conference. Yeah. 
Boy, it's got a nice little, uh, there's some decent teams in that. A lot of nice rivalries I see. And it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. In fact, we're going to be over at O'Donnell Field next Friday night for your game against Chesanine. I'm sure you're looking forward to that because it was it was disappointing when, when there was the split in the Tri-Valley and now you're right smack in the middle of the same league. And they're coming off a win tonight, a big win over Montrose. That should be a good contest over there. Yeah, uh, John Mimranek, the coach over there, has got him playing pretty good, and it should be a it should be a battle. Two historic uh, teams have played a lot of football against each other, and it's usually a good game. Yeah, yeah, a lot of history at Ovidelsi and Chesanine from the old MMB days, and now it's the MMAC. Looking forward to it, Coach. Again, congratulations on the win tonight, and uh, we'll talk to you again next Friday night. All right. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right, see you later. Travis Long, head coach of the Ovid Elsie Marauders, right here on the castle. That opens the line up, and let's go to our sports expert and three-point pod partner, Matt Burns of ESPN. Hi, Matt. Hey, guys. What's going on? Well, we're just hanging out, trying to get through a Friday night, talking a little sports, and before I get to to general talk with him, uh, Sean from Vernon has a question for me. He said... Talk to that ESPN guy and ask him a question uh, about Urban Myers, all right? Okay, Urban Myers. He wants to know, uh, was three games enough? He thought he should get six games. What, what's your thoughts, Matt? I mean, yeah, we, we talked about it a lot on, on the podcast, and uh, we really haven't talked about it the last couple of pods. But, uh, you know, I, I personally thought he should have got more. Um, I'm not going to necessarily say that he should have been fired because, I don't know all the details. You know, we only know what we've seen in the news and what we've read in some articles or whatever. But just my, my gut feeling and, and the moral side of everything that, that kind of went, went down and what happened with it, I feel like he maybe should have got a year suspension, uh, maybe an, an unpaid, a longer unpaid uh, length of time because it, it, he basically didn't lose any pay. So so that would be that was kind of my thought, maybe a year suspension and then the, maybe if no more details come out, you know, he can come back next year. Yeah, and speaking of that, um, I'm sure you probably caught the news. It's a completely different topic, but, you know, apparently Rod Allen and Mario Mpemba did not get along too good, and now they have both been relieved of their duties for the rest of the year, and I'm sure it'll be under further review whether they'll be back or not. Strange goings on there. I mean, apparently not very close whatsoever the entire time they've been in the booth. Any thoughts? I was going to say, uh, Ted, you're not taking Bartman's chair, are you? <laughs> That's how we opened the broadcast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, you I know, know what the I, sad I, thing is? I'm not even on a chair. I'm on this this stool <laughs> that's been flattened out by uh, by the uh, notorious E-Man. And I'm sitting oh, here, and I'm getting ready to put Ted in the sleeper hole because the chair he's in looks pretty damn comfortable compared to where I'm at. It might look it, but it's not. But, <laughs> but back to the, yeah, back we're, to the Tigers we're broadcast the castle. Booth. There's no such thing as a comfortable chair <laughs> you know i don't know i guess it's, um i i remember thinking back you know early 2000s mid 2000s but when i would listen to their broadcast they didn't seem like they had like similar personalities they really seemed to clash sometimes when i would listen it's just that to me the tigers were really good they were winning so it's one of those things that you know winning covers up a lot of you know bad things or you know clashes of personalities so i wonder if they were getting along just fine because the team was winning, you know, going to the playoffs, going to the World Series, everything like that. Now that we're in this rebuild, and, I mean, it's got to be tough to be going day in, day out, not only just watching the Tigers, 
by having to broadcast those games. So, so maybe that kind of started to boil up, and then just the fact that they've been working together for I think what 18 years. I mean, that's that's a long time to be working with the same person calling, you know, however many games they call per year. So it must have just boiled over. It was pretty crazy to hear, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that came out of nowhere. I'm not sure what they're going to end up doing. I mean. My own personal opinion, I mean, I like Mario. I thought he he does a pretty good job doing the play-by-play. I've never really was a humongous Rod Allen fan. But, you know, when I look at Twitter, I see it's like 50-50 with some guys dogging on Mario, some guys dogging on Rod. A lot of people are dogging on both of them. And I I think I I saw an opinion that maybe it's time to make the change, huh? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the side that I'm on. I, I'm, I, I like Rod Allen. He was entertaining, you know, as a color guy. He, I wouldn't want him doing the play-by-play, but he was funny, you know. I guess just more entertaining to me. Um, I wasn't the biggest Mario fan. He Like, he got the job done, but the, the times where I was watching almost every Tigers game, so watching uh, on Fox Sports Detroit almost every time the Tigers played, I, I got a little sick of Mario, to be honest. He was kind of saying like the same things over and over uh, and you know it's got to be tough calling that many games you know, right. if, if it's going to happen but I, I'm kind of on the side that especially with this happening um, you know the Tigers the team's going through a rebuild maybe it's time for a, like a rebuild in the boost too you know, you may be right. I know uh, a guy that's in the wings, Matt Shepard. He's a he's a pros pro out of Detroit down there. He's been the fill-in guy. He does a lot of stuff for Fox Sports Detroit. It might be his time to become the new play-by-play guy. If they go that route and, and both guys get let go, I would expect Shepard to get the shot as the play-by-play. Not sure if they'll stick with Gibby on a full-time basis because of Parkinson's. They may They may do a search and try to get a color commentator from wherever, you know. Yeah, and, you know, it's always cool to have those, you know, as, as your color guy, especially for those stations like Fox Sports Detroit and those, the more local stations, like someone that has ties to the Tigers. So that's why it was kind of cool with, with Gibby and even Jack Morris coming in sometimes right. to call a game. But, but, yeah, maybe they'll have to go out, outside the, the Detroit, the greater Detroit area and, and just find someone that, that does well because, I mean, it, it might be a year or two, a couple of years before the Tigers are back in the playoff hunt. So they might have a couple of years to figure it out. We're talking with Matt Burns of ESPN and also Three Point Podcast. And uh, last night the NFL got underway, and I I saw a couple tweets. You know, it definitely did not have the excitement level. Probably part of it was because of the rain delay, but it just isn't quite there like the college football debut weekend for sure. Uh, But the one thing that they brought out last night was the Colin Kaepernick commercial. Did you see it? I did, yeah, and I actually I, I watched it uh, before it officially aired uh, during the broadcast of the game. They Ka- Kaepernick and Nike, it was posted on Twitter and it was on social media and everything. So I had seen it. Um, the commercial was fantastic. I mean, you hear that uh, whether you agree or disagree with the ad campaign, that the actual commercial, you know, Nike is top notch when it comes to that kind of stuff. So you knew that the commercial was going to be awesome. So I, I'm. I'm on the side that I, I think it's cool that Kaepernick is getting this opportunity, uh, and the, the commercial is really cool, too. Yeah, you know, no matter what your political views are, and really Kaepernick was not the huge part of the commercial anyway. I mean, they used him to kind of set it all up, but to see Venus Williams and the kid with no legs at wrestles and, you know, people that, like the Nike slogan is, just do it. And the girl from Grand Blank. Right. Yeah. Well, let me ask yeah, you guys I, I, a question about that, because... All I'm hearing is 
Nike stock takes this huge tumble in their it took an all initial hit. Of, do you guys think that that's just an initial hit and that's that, what that I they're going to rebound from it? I, I think so. What, what do you think, Matt? I think so, and I, and I saw that already today that it's back up to, like, sales were up 31% or something the last couple of days. With oh, Nike. no kidding. So, yeah, if it was, one of, you, know, you know, an initial thing that people maybe thought that, oh, this was going to be a huge fallout or something like that, but the stock has rebounded back to normal and, and sales are back up. So, so I, you know, I, I think Nike is a strong enough brand that something like this, it, it's not going to be that big of a hit to it. Talking with Matt Burns of ESPN. Matt, look, we're coming up on a break. Can you maybe uh, hang with us through this break for a couple more questions coming out of it? Yeah, sounds good. All right, stick right there. We'll be right back. Friday Night Sports Forum will return right after this. What comes to mind when you hear the words Main Street Pizza? Mm-mm. <laughs> pretty much. You might even start drooling a little. If you're craving authentic, delicious pizza loaded with toppings, Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. Baked old style in brick ovens. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Ditch the reheated pre-packaged dough and take a bite of pizza perfection. Go with a traditional favorite or try a delicious Main Street specialty pizza like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take and bake pizza in any size perfect for families on the go. Made fresh to order. You take it home and bake it when you want for a fresh pizza any night of the week. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget Main Street Pizza gives you a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and Loaded with toppings, baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. Hashtag yummy. Hey, sports fans. This is Gary Jacobs from Jacobs Insurance. I'm calling unsportsmanlike conduct on outrageous auto insurance premiums. If you pay way too much for auto insurance, you need to call Jacobs Insurance. We recently added a new player to our team, Wolverine Mutual. Wolverine Mutual has recently voted the number one Michigan insurance company for competitive auto insurance premiums. And Jacobs Insurance is the only agency in Shiawassee County with Wolverine Mutual on their team. Jacobs Insurance has been in business for 35 years. Wolverine Mutual has been in business for 95 years. So let our experience work for you and see how much we can save you on your auto insurance. Wolverine Mutual is tearing up the competition. So don't wait. Call Jacobs Insurance at 725-7117 or stop by our office on M21 by Home Depot. We also handle homes, motorcycles, boats, recreational vehicles, and business insurance. When you think of insurance, think Jacobs Insurance. We asked players that don't golf the Emerald to describe your game in one word. Sad. Depressing. Frustrating. Painful. Ugly. Help. Lame. Then 
we ask people that do golf the Emerald the same question. Fun. Eventful. Enjoyable. Perfect. Memorable. Social. The course you choose can make a huge difference in the quality of your day on the links. The Emerald combines one of the most beautiful courses around with the latest technology and amazing food to create an experience like none other. Make golf and food social in 2018. Upgrade your game on one of the only courses around that offers the i3 experience. With the Emerald's high-tech carts, you'll get GPS and interactive applications. Enjoy the latest in player assist apps like real-time yardage with distance to the pin and hazards, 3D virtual hole layout, electronic scorecard and scorekeeping, food and beverage menu with live ordering anywhere on the course, and so much more. The Emerald's restaurant is open daily from 11 a.m. till 8 p.m. And make sure to come out for the monthly Prime Rib Friday, now accepting leagues and outings for the season. To book your event, call 989-224-6287. Visit EmeraldGolfCourse.com and like the Emerald on Facebook to check out online specials. Located on U.S. 127 and Maple Rapids Road, just a short drive north of St. John's. Hi, this is Katie Eckleton, Director of Golf at the Emerald Golf Course. The Emerald is closer than you think. We're just a chip shot away and open to the public. Make golf and food social in 2018 and be a part of the I-3 experience at the Emerald Golf Course. Excellence Masters. Do your windows have that wow factor? If not, it's time to let Venetian Blind Company and Lafayette Interior Fashions help you create something unique and beautiful. Do you want a look that will actually last? With Venetian Blind Company and Lafayette, you'll get top-of-the-line products backed by the service and quality you know and trust. American-made and lifetime guaranteed. That's the Lafayette Interior difference. Venetian Blind Company is a certified Lafayette professional installer with over 24 years of experience. Shop at home and choose from a complete selection of products. Venetian Blind Company will help you select your design and custom measure your windows. Choose from a complete inventory of blind, shades, draperies, and shutters in materials like metal, wood, or fabric. And Lafayette is the only vendor that offers allure options. Venetian Blind Company can even show you how to download an app to control your Lafayette motorized shades. So when you're ready to wow with your windows, choose the local Lafayette professional installer for MSU, LCC, Sparrow, McLaren Lansing, and St. John's High School. Venetian Blind Company, serving all of mid-Michigan. Call 989-666-0445. Online at VenetianBlindCompany.com. Waking up with Geronimo in the morning. Have a great weekend. Coming up on Monday's morning show, you know her from smash hit movies like I Feel Pretty, Trainwreck, and Snatched. And now you can see her hilarious stand-up comedy act at Soaring Eagle Casino. Listen at 8.05 Monday morning to score tickets for the stand-up comedy of Amy Schumer. It's coming up Friday, September the 14th at Soaring Eagle. It'll be side-splittingly funny. Amy Schumer tickets. Win them on Monday morning at 8.05. Comedy is here. Welcome back to the Friday Night Sports Forum. I'm Ted Fattel with Bart Matthews on line seven with us. We have Matt Burns of ESPN and Three Point Podcast. If you haven't checked it out yet, definitely uh, download Three Point Podcast from iTunes, Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, or TuneIn Radio. You there, Matt? I am here. All right, we'll wrap up your portion here. I know a lot of this stuff we get into on the podcast, but uh, opening weekend in college football, some of your observations, obviously the Michigan game a little disappointing, and uh, Michigan State ended up pulling out the W. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Michigan State game, I guess, you know, they ended up getting the win, so that, that's the most important thing. But, 
you know, early on in the season, they do seem to, the last two years at least, have a game where they kind of stumble a little bit and then they pull it out. But something we talked about on the podcast, and, you know, it, it's impressive when you when you think about Michigan State under Mark Antonio, is they always seem to pull these close games out. And when they get in uh, some games that have some adversity where they might actually be behind late, they always pull these games out. And, you know, it's impressive when you think about Michigan State in that sense, especially compared to what Michigan has been the last few years under Harbaugh in these close games. They don't seem to pull them out. And, you know, they, they got behind early against Notre Dame, kind of clawed their way back a little bit. The defense kind of tightened up a little. But, you know, they had the ball at the end of the game with a chance to tie the game or potentially take the lead. And then they, you know, they fumbled the ball away and, and ended up losing. So it's just another one of those situations where Michigan had the chance to either tie or take the lead, maybe close the game out, and couldn't do it. And, and Michigan State did. So, so give credit to Michigan State. And I mean, Michigan was going against Notre Dame, who might end up being one of the best teams in the country this year. So, so by, by the end of the season, this loss to Notre Dame might not look that bad for Michigan. You know, and I, I think we both think Michigan should uh, should win pretty handily, whether they cover the 26, 27-point spread or not. It's a, a different story. But I, I might differ a little bit on your prediction that the Michigan State should win rather easily against Arizona State. I, I do seriously think Spartans could be in for a real dogfight out there in the desert. Oh, I definitely think it's going to be a dogfight. Uh, I mean, the biggest thing to me is traveling to the West Coast and then the, the strange kickoff time for a team coming from the East, Eastern time zone. You know, I, I think that's the biggest thing that they'll have to get over. And actually, you know, this is the other thing that I didn't think about at first, but it, it might come into play. Um, it's been extremely hot in Arizona. And, I mean, I know it's been hot all over the country this summer and now that we're heading into the fall, but it's been abnormally hot in Arizona. So that's something that the guys from, you know, Michigan State, they might have to adjust to that too. So that might come into play, but I think it's going to be another one of those games that heading into the third quarter, heading into the fourth quarter, maybe it's going to be close. But, you know, Michigan State, they've got the coach, they've got the great defense that that came up big last week, and they've got the the quarterback that has a ton of experience too. And, I mean, those are the things that usually come into play and help you win in, in those close games on the road. I got one more question for you nationally. I know you work a lot with uh, Paul Feinbaum and the SEC stuff. Um, yeah. Question about Alabama. Now, I just saw something today. I don't know if it was verified or not, but supposedly there's a deal in place right now with Saban and Jalen Hurts that Saban won't play him until uh, late in the season. Uh, have you you on top of any of that at all because, so he can keep his eligibility? Yeah, I mean, there's been, I don't know, so many stories going around about Tua, you know, the quarterback who's now the starter at Alabama, and that's Jalen Hurts, because, you know, at the beginning of the year, they were saying that, or at the beginning of camp, I should say, they were saying that they weren't going to announce the starter until game one, so Jalen could potentially transfer, you know, so some other schools could talk to him and maybe get him to come to their school, and then now he's not going to play, so they're going to keep his eligibility, so they can get still transfer. There's stories going all over the place, and to me, it's one of the things that I think it's just saving. He knows that he can get away with whatever he wants. I mean, he's got two quarterbacks. I mean, Jalen Hurts, was he led the team to a national championship game. He, he was a great quarterback in his own right, but I think Tua is a better quarterback, and Saban knows that. So he's going to keep Jalen in his back pocket. He's going to play Tua all year, and if, if he needs to go to Jalen in, in some games, or especially if there's an injury, then he will. And I think that's the main thing is saving 
Saban's the king of the mountain when it comes to college football. He knows he can do what he wants. Oh, yeah, and that's the thing. It's it's a little bit sleazy when you think about the whole way that it, it comes across, but when but it's brilliant also. You got a guy with Hurts talent. They probably did have a conversation that, you know, he he wants to play and he wants to transfer if he doesn't get the nod and a deal could have been put in place where Saban said, hey, look, I want you to stick around this year. You know, we're going to be contending for a national championship again. And, you know, here's the deal. You know, you can transfer after this year, but I want you to stick around. And you said it perfectly. Tua's the quarterback, but if he goes down with an injury, he's got a, a proven winner right there that could play. Yeah, and I feel like that, that might have been the conversation is, you know, hey, Tua's still young. He's still inexperienced. He only played the one half. I mean, it was the second half of the national championship game last year, so not a bad half to play. But it was probably that conversation like, hey, stick around this year. You know, you're going to get top-notch coaching. You're going to get top-notch practice. You know, you're going against Alabama's defense every day in practice. So you're still – it's not like you're just sitting back doing nothing. It's going to be a, a, a quality year of football for you. And then if, if everything works out, say Tua ends up being the quarterback that everyone thinks he's going to be, Jalen can go transfer to another school, start, and potentially contend for a national championship. Right. That might have been the conversation they had. Very well could have been. Well, good stuff as always, Matt. Again, uh, with ESPN, tell us uh, again uh, some details about the podcast. Well, the podcast, I mean, it's us three. I don't know. Did Jared call in tonight? He's going to be calling shortly, I hope. Okay, yeah, I know he was probably off uh, on the west side over there for Fox 17 covering games, so I know that's a that's a busy night for them, just like for you guys. But, but yeah, it's the three of us. I mean, we, we talk sports, we talk music, we talk food, we talk movies, you know, whatever comes up. And uh, it's a good time. I mean, I think it's a good listen. And you can find us, like you said earlier, on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or TuneIn. And subscribe so you get notified every time we post a new podcast. All right, and it's been picking up some steam, so we love to hear it. All right, Matt, appreciate it. We'll check in with you again next week, and I'll also be talking with you on the pod. Sounds good, guys. Have a good night. See you later. Matt Burns of ESPN right here on the castle. Before we go to our next break, let's uh, get a call in on line six. Kevin wants to talk a little Michigan football. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Ted and Mark. How are you guys doing tonight? We're doing great tonight. So you got some thoughts on that Michigan loss? I do have a few opinions. You know, um, Michigan is 9-9 nine nine against uh, just their last 18 games, and uh, they have not scored a scoring passing touchdown in 50 quarters. I mean, that has to tell you something about the Jim Harbaugh experience. Um, his conservative offense is not technically working, and um, it's just kind of disappointing after that uh, tough loss against a good Notre Dame team. And, uh, I mean, I heard the podcast earlier this week, um, Matt Burns, actually, who just called in, was talking about uh, Jim Harbaugh's first year, and uh, we played Utah, and it ended up going 10-3, uh, and I think, that first season under Harbaugh. Right. And, uh, I mean, one loss doesn't technically define a season, but I, it is a tough loss. We are now 1-6 uh, under Jim Harbaugh against these uh, rivals now, including Michigan State, Ohio State, and now Notre Dame. And, uh it's kind of just kind of hard to uh, swallow. It's tough girl to swallow being a big Michigan fan. You know, that nine and nine thing that you just brought up is probably the one that hurts me the most. The last that's eighteen some brutal numbers you're bringing up, Ken. Yeah. You know, you, you, and you do bring up some good points. Obviously, being a Michigan fan, and if you said you heard the pod. I mean, I I was thoroughly disappointed with 
the lack of preparation for that game to start that game. I mean, they they, had, they started in a hole and never got out of it, and you're right. The play calling was pretty anemic, and the only thing I am at right now is, do you pull the plug on Harbaugh? I don't think so quite yet, but things have got to change. What's your thoughts? No, I don't think Harbaugh is under the hot seat uh, quite yet, to be honest. Uh, I think he's still got the rest of this season to go. I say if he has about four or five losses, then it could possibly be pulling the plug. Isn't that about like a $9 million uh, a year contract that he's pulling, like a seven-year contract, but he's now in his fourth year? Am I correct? Yep, you're right. Okay, and uh, it's just it's tough to swallow, like I was saying. And uh, you just got to win those big games. And uh, if you look at the schedule, they're at Northwestern. Uh, and uh, they got Wisconsin at home. Then they go to Michigan State. And then they got Penn State the week after. Then they have their bye week. <laughs> That's going to be a tough three weeks in a row uh, before they even have their bye week. So, I mean, this isn't an easy schedule for this Michigan team this year. Um you know, I listen, like I said, I listened earlier this week on the podcast um, with that targeting call. That was against Metellus. Yes, yeah. And, uh, I mean, if you look at a couple plays later after he got pulled out of the game for that targeting call, they went after the backup guy when they had two defenders who Wimbush was passing to his player where they could have easily just put their hand up and, you know, swatted the ball away, but instead they tried to go in for the ball and ended up missing it, and that was an easy touchdown for Notre Dame. Oh, I was... It's like, you know, it's a disappointing Don Brown defense, but, you know, they did show up in the second half uh, later on, but, I mean, defense wins championships, but they can't win championships when the offensive line cannot block <laughs> and Shea Patterson does not have time to throw. Yes, Shea Patterson made some good passes to his target. But, I mean, he only had a few 20-plus-yard passes the whole game. The rest of them were like 10-yard slot passes. I mean, you just can't run with a 1960s offense, pound the ball, pound the ball. College football isn't like that anymore. Wow. You're uh, you're right with us on that one, Kevin. Good stuff right there. I agree with you. And I, I was really upset with uh, the touchdown pass by Winbush too, because the defensive back was right there in position, and it just seemed to me like, yeah, he could have knocked it away, but he could have went up a little bit more aggressively and could have had an interception in the end zone. And that touchdown alone made the difference. I mean, little do we know. Also, Notre Dame could be a championship team, and Michigan could have played pretty well against them. Right, but. You know, all the fans aren't going to be on the Jim Harbaugh bandwagon very long before, you know, they're like, they just jump right off it. But, I mean, uh, he's got to win the big games this year or else he is in the hot seat. He's got a seven-year contract. He's in his fourth year. It's it's go big or go home now. And right. uh, we'll see how they do uh, tomorrow against a decent Western Michigan game. Um, Western Michigan isn't no slouch. I saw... Last week against Syracuse, they scored 21 points in the third quarter against Syracuse. So they ended up coming close against a pretty good Syracuse team. They, I know they usually uh, have some good upsets every now and then. But like I said, Western Michigan isn't going to be no slouch tomorrow. And uh, I'll be at that game. I'll be tailgating at the golf course at around uh, 9 o'clock, 9.30 tomorrow morning. 
So I'm excited for that game. It's going to be a good time. All right. Hey, Kevin, good call tonight. Way to break it down. I love your passion. Way to bring it on the sports forum. We really appreciate it. Don't be a stranger and keep listening to that podcast, too, all right? All right. You guys take it easy and have a good night. See you, Kevin. All right, we'll be right back in a moment. We're a little behind. That's the kind of callers we need. That's man. a good call That's right the there. That's the kind of callers we need. Dude brings up numbers. Dude brings Names. up opinion. Dude brings up, uh, he backs up what he says. Amen. Those are the kind of calls we need. Somebody that's got to take that's grounded in reality like that. We're here every Friday night to take those calls. It's the Friday Night Sports Forum. If you want to hop on board, 989-729-1925. C-92.5 invites you to visit our historic places, explore our unique shops, and stop in our friendly businesses filled with smiling faces. It's time to celebrate summer in Owasso. The Meadows is Owasso's premier assisted living, memory care, and respite community. At the Meadows, residents enjoy independence, all-day dining, free transportation, and services are tailored to your special needs 24 hours a day. Call Missy Bell for a free tour at 517-803-5080. That's 517-803-5080. Or visit online at meadowsofawasso.com today. The newest fall fashions have just arrived at Norm Henry Shoes. Ask them how you can save 20% in-store off the regular price. Norm Henry Shoes has the latest fall fashions in your favorite brands like Taos, Merrill, Bourne, Brooks, and Naote. Stop in today for the best selection. Don't forget to ask how you can save an additional 20% on your purchase at Norm Henry Shoes in downtown Owasso. Hi there, it's Kendra Nichols from Elite Early Learning Center's Rockin' Summer Camp, where every day is a new adventure. For just $25 a day, it includes lunch and we offer flexible schedules to accommodate your family's busy summer. Elite Early Learning Center is on the corner of 912 South Washington Street, is open year-round and welcomes all children ages 4 weeks through 12 years old. Monday through Friday from 5.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Be sure and ask about free preschool and summer camp opportunities. Call Elite Early Learning Center today at 989-720-KIDS. That's 720-5437. Owasso Floral Gifts invites you to check out their new boutique. They have a great selection of Vera Bradley purses, totes, and wristlets. You'll love their brand new summer apparel, bling flip-flops, home and garden decor, naked bean natural skincare products, and beautiful jewelry too. Owasso Floral and Gifts, 211 North Washington in Owasso. Call 989-723-2244. Our unique shops, historic places, friendly businesses, and smiling faces are waiting for you to Celebrate summer in Owasso. So Willie Here's Tavern invites you to an incredible night of food, rhythm, and soul during the Bottom of the Hill Blues Festival this Saturday. Langsburg is the place to be as the streets come alive with dancing and live music. The entertainment kicks off at 3 p.m., so come early and catch four incredible performances. This year's Bottom of the Hill Blues Festival features Blind Dog, Big Bucks and the Loose Change, plus Grady Hall and the Disciples of Funk. Don't miss headliner Jack Pine Savages featuring Bill Malone, Wayne Morton, Dave Huber, Sean McDonald, 
and Gino Parker grooving at 9 p.m. Get ready for a night of soul this Saturday when blues meets the streets on East Grand River. Come out for great food and drink specials and the best in live blues. You know Twilliger's Tavern always brings you delicious food and fun. Now they invite you to celebrate the smooth, silky sounds and some of the coolest live music around. This awesome street party jams all night long on East Grand River in Langsburg. And you can bring your own lawn chairs, too. Don't miss the Bottom of the Hill Blues Festival Saturday night. In case of rain, the show will be held inside Twilliger's. Tickets are only $10. Get more info about the Bottom of the Hill Blues Festival on the Twilliger's Tavern Facebook page. Let's have some fun! Kazoo's Family Entertainment Center is great for kids. It's bounce houses galore and more, where kids 13 and under can bounce and play all day for only $7. Kazoo, located on East M21 in Corona, one and a half miles east of Young Chevrolet in Owasso, features 12 bounce houses, 14 video games, two obstacle courses, and a concession stand, all in a clean, secure, and friendly environment. Little tykes love Kazoo's toddler area, too, because it's just their size. Kazoo offers the area's most affordable bounce house rentals. They have a variety of rentals to choose from and are the home of a $59 bounce house. So you can throw your own backyard bounce house party. Kazoo's is the place to have all of your kids' birthday parties and private parties. Just give them a call at 725-JUMP and check them out on Facebook. Doug from Henderson says it's awesome for kids. Our youth group rented the party room. Parents and grandparents were smiling from ear to ear. Savannah had this to say. It's absolutely wonderful. My daughter never stops going when she's there, especially since you can stay as long as you'd like. And from the McPherson's, you can't have a bad time here. We love this place. Kazoo's is just east of Owasso on East M21, next to Volunteers of America. Be sure to check them out on Facebook or call 725-JUMP today. Are you guys ready to have some fun? We're a mercantile bank, and we get what banking should be. More importantly, we get you. We get that you have a life, priorities, and hometown pride. We get that you have things that make you tick and things that tick you off. We get what you want and need from your bank. That's why we promise to think, act, and talk like real people who also have a life and share your priorities and hometown pride. Mercantile gets it. Member FDIC. Welcome back to the Sports Forum. Uh, we got another break, unfortunately, coming up here shortly, but let's get to Dave. Dave from Perry is on line six. Hey, Dave. How's it going, guys? Going good, man. Well, you you had the tailgate experience down in South Bend. Let's start there. That was awesome. I had a bunch of old friends from uh, school come up, and uh, one of my old coaches from 35 years ago, I finally met up with them, and uh, we had a nice tailgate, and... Had a great time down there, no problems at all. Yeah, I mean, they know how to do it down there for sure. My nephew, uh, Jared Fattel, he's part of our three-point podcast team. He made it on TV a couple times as part of the game day crowd. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So what would you, you think about the Wolverines? Well, same thing you guys talked about. I mean, I'm more disappointed. I mean, I knew our offense was bad, but our defense had so many chances to get off the field for the first quarter and a half. Penalty after penalty, just undisciplined stuff. I mean, it's flexible stuff, but it just you can't you can't spot somebody uh, 14 quick points and then then you get the ball back and you run it three straight times and punt it away. Try to play field position. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I was a little uh, 
frustrating the crowd, but. Yeah, you know, I know that's a pretty good Notre Dame team, but I, I was, it's a perfect word, disappointed with the way the Wolverines came out and played, and it just didn't seem well enough prepared. No, and then that came out of the second half to go right down the field, and uh, second goal to two would get a 10-yard sack and a 10-step drop, which we could be running the ball really good in the drive, and then missed the field goal with a bopple stance. So. Yep. <laughs> so, so that, I mean, that kind of set the tone in the second half right there. Yeah, it was uh, being at the game, you know, you see so much more than that. There was like three or four touchdowns that we missed from Nico Collins breaking wide open that we didn't even look his way. Is that right? <laughs> I think it, I think it's more just a one a, a one read pass roll. I mean, if you even look over top, there's nobody 15 yards from Nico Collins. You, you know, know you bring five-yard dump pass after dump pass. You bring up a good point that that is something when you're at a game live, you do see the pass patterns develop out there, which you don't necessarily see on television. And another thing, kind of most disappointing thing I've seen was the running. I mean, we know the offensive line was bad, but the running backs did not help at all. Picking up, we missed so many blocks as running backs. Oh yeah. Well, they got to clean that up, and they've had, I'm sure, a very aggressive week of practice to get ready for Western Michigan. You know, they're at a part of their schedule right now where they could roll off four or five wins before the real tough part of the schedule comes about, and maybe they can make some corrections and, and make a run here, you know, at the end of the season. We can only hope. Yep. We can only hope, right? Yep. I just got back from uh, Indianapolis area, a little mini vacation, and just put in the driveway. And- Oh, it's going to try to get some football, watch down or watch high school football, but that hurricane remnant's coming up. And it's just flooding. I mean, I barely made it home. The highways are actually almost flooding over. Oh, is that right? So the storm yeah, was but, pretty bad, huh? Oh, yeah. Anderson, Indiana, and that's just nothing but sad flooding. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, but, well I'm glad yeah. you made her home, so buddy. I heard, I heard you guys are loud and clear actually from Charlotte tonight. Even that. No <laughs> kidding. Cut in and out, and I got about 10 minutes of clear Charlotte and Lansing. It broke up a little bit. And, I turned the uh, online app on this and guys best way home. Well, good. Well, another good way to listen to us, too, is have us uh, have our free app on your phone and just run it through your yep. uh, speaker system in the car. Yeah, I got I got downloaded now. So. Okay. Well, Dave, look, we, we're coming up on a break, yeah. but we appreciate the call, all right? All right, guys. You have a good one. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. We'll be right back and talk with Rick. I know he wants to talk some Wolverines, but first, another quick break. Hi, I'm Gary Jacobs from Jacobs Insurance in Owasso. Our business is like football. You must have a good team to be competitive. Our team just added a new player, Wolverine Mutual Insurance Company. They were recently voted number one auto insurance company in Michigan for competitive premiums and excellent service by independent insurance agents. And Jacobs Insurance is the only agency in Shiawassee County with Wolverine Mutual on their team. So if you are paying a lot for auto insurance, And who isn't? Give my office a call or stop in and get a comparative quote. You might be surprised with how much you can save on your auto insurance at Jacobs Insurance. We're located on M21 by Home Depot. Our phone number is 725-7117 or visit us on the web at www.jacobsinsurance.com. Remember, Jacobs Insurance for competitive auto insurance. Pizza Showdown. In this corner, the reigning champ, Main Street Pizza, with its huge toppings, gooey cheese, and fresh dough. And in the other corner, some other pizza looking kind of weak, with wimpy pepperoni and almost no cheese on top. The judges take a bite of Main Street Pizza. And the scores? 10, 10, 10. Now, it's the challenger's turn. Ooh, the judges don't look very happy. The scores are in. 2, 
three, two. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. In the unanimous taco, Main Street Pizza wins again. Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Go with a traditional favorite or try delicious Main Street specialty pizza, like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take-and-bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go, made fresh to order. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, you get a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and covered in toppings. Baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. Hello, Scott here with U.S. 27 Motorsports and Trailers in St. John's. The Polaris Factory Authorized Clearance is here. Come in now for rebates up to $2,000 and financing as low as 2.99% APR for 36 months on hardworking Rangers, legendary sportsman ATVs, and high-performance Razors. Hurry in today for the best selection at U.S. 27 Motorsports and Trailers in St. John's. Offers valid in U.S. through 93018 and select new 2015 through 2019 vehicles subject to credit approval. Offers vary by model. See dealer for details. Always wear a helmet and never drink and ride. With over 65 years of combined experience, your personal watercraft, motorcycle, ATV, or side-by-side -side service professionals are here at US 27 Motorsports and Trailers. And when you want your personal watercraft, motorcycle, ATV, or side-by-side -side repaired quick and correct the first time, call Mike for incredible customer service and savings every time. US 27 Motorsports and Trailers will have you riding safely for less. Our service department can trick out your personal watercraft, motorcycle, ATV, or side-by-side -side from mile to wild. We install tires, clutch kits, and tune any performance combination so you can dominate the competition. Twilliger's Tavern invites you to an incredible night of food, rhythm, and soul during the Bottom of the Hill Blues Festival this Saturday. Langsburg is the place to be as the streets come alive with dancing and live music. The entertainment kicks off at 3 p.m., so come early and catch four incredible performances. This year's Bottom of the Hill Blues Festival features Blind Dog, Big Bucks and the Loose Change, plus Grady Hall and the Disciples of Funk. Don't miss headliner Jack Pine Savages featuring Bill Malone, Wayne Morton, Dave Huber, Sean McDonald and Gino Parker grooving at 9 p.m. Get ready for a night of soul this Saturday when blues meets the streets on East Grand River. Come out for great food and drink specials and the best in live blues. You know Twilliger's Tavern always brings you delicious food and fun. Now they invite you to celebrate the smooth, silky sounds and some of the coolest live music around. This awesome street party jams all night long on East Grand River in Langsburg. And you can bring your own lawn chairs too. Don't miss the Bottom of the Hill Blues Festival Saturday night. In case of rain, the show will be held inside Twilliger's. Tickets are only $10. Get more info about the Bottom of the Hill Blues Festival on the Twilliger's Tavern Facebook page. Midnight, and uh, we're talking football. We're talking Big Ten. Let's go to line seven. Talk with Rick. I know he's a Michigan fan. Hi, Rick. Hi, guys. How you doing? Well, we're doing all right. Well, I, you probably want to throw out a few points on the game last week, maybe. Well, just a few. Okay. <laughs> First of all, fireway. There's, there's more disturbing uh, statistics. You know, to clarify one, yeah, they're 9-9 nine and nine in their last 18 games, but they're 8-9 and nine in their last 17 games. Ooh, okay. And another statistic which really bothered me more than that is that in the last 10 games that Michigan has played against 
teams with a winning record, not even ranked, just a winning record, they're one win and nine losses. Wow. That's disturbing. Yeah, very disturbing. So it took me all week to get over that loss. I finally sat down tonight because you get a different perspective when you're looking to see what actually happened as opposed to who wins. And looking back on some things in that first possession, on second down and 11, Hill dropped an interception. Right. So the next play, third and 11, the motion man drags across the field, wide open, picks up a first down. Yep. So the next play, Hill gets beat for a 29-yard gain, but it's pass interference anyway. Right. So then second and 10, Winbush scrambles for a three-yard gain, oh, face mask on Canal. And so now they got first and 10 from the 13-yard line. It looks like uh, an inside read, but they block it as a zone cutback. The guy walks in from 13 yards out. Not a good start. No, not at all. And second possession on third and 12, they lost that uh, pass on the sideline, which was from their own two-yard line. Metellus catches it, and Metellus gets the target. So now they're up to the 46-yard line, and Metellus is out of the game. Yep. And then on third and six, Wimbush steps up and runs for seven yards. Bush trailing him the whole way and couldn't catch up. Then the very next play, first and ten, 43-yard touchdown pass over top of Hawkins in the end zone. Yeah, right through his hands, too. Right through his hands. And who who knows if it would have been the same if Metellus was in there, you know, but I would have liked to have seen the Metellus in there. Now, you don't, Rick, you don't dispute the targeting penalty, do you? On, on Metellus, no. <laughs> But there also should have been one on McKeon a short time later. Right. McKeon, however you pronounce it, McKeon. I mean, he, he got drilled in the head. No two ways about it. You know? I agree with that. Yeah. So then a couple possessions later, um, third and two, Wimbush runs for a first down on design run. Third and three, oh, pass interference on Ross. Um, first and 15, Wimbush scrambles for an 11-yard gain. Couple plays later, Winovich gets called for roughing the passer. Very next play, four-yard touchdown. <laughs> I thought you were going to cheer me up a little bit by giving me some good news. Well, here's the thing: I debated this with people on social media today because, uh, as one of your previous callers said, "Oh, our defense played a lot back better in the second half," and I said, "I beg to differ." Okay. The game was played a lot different in the second half than the first half. And here I went as I was going back to watching it tonight. This is what I was looking for. In the second half, Notre Dame ran 31 plays. Winbush only had three design runs in the second half compared to like nine in the first half. Okay. Out of the, out of the 31 plays, they only ran or they only passed the ball seven times. They even ran the ball on a third and 13. So basically, they're protecting their lead, right? They were. What they basically said was, we don't think we got an 18 point lead at one point. We don't think they can score more than 18 points. We're just going to try and run the clock out. Right. Well, it ended up working for them, even though Michigan technically had a chance there at the end. Well, yeah. You know, people said, oh, well, we had a couple more first downs and we gained like five more yards than they did. Right. Because in the second half, they didn't run their offense. They just trying to, you know, bury the clock is all they were trying to do. Yep. So, you know, there was a poll taken on social media that said, well, what do you want to see most from the Wolverines this week? And my comment was, 
I want to see Harbaugh get his head out of his rear and start coaching like the guy that we hired and paid all that money to. Amen, brother. I couldn't say it any better than that. You're right. You know, it's time to put up or shut up, man. Yeah, get excited on that sideline like you used to. Who cares if you get a 15-yard penalty for getting on the ref? At least they know you're into the game and that you're going to give them the business, you know? You know, that does surprise me, too. He, he did used to be fiery on the sideline. What happened to him? Well, there's been all kinds of speculation all the way from, you know, he's on some medication that for a condition that's caused him to calm down to hmm. people got in his ear because they were saying, hey, the ref's got it in for you and stuff like that. So who knows? But Yeah, but, but look, at, do you think that stops Nick Saban? No. Hell or D'Antonio no. or any of those guys, Exactly. You know? Well, it's very interesting. So, I never heard that theory about some medication. I might have to kind of look more for that. Who knows? Yeah, you hear all kinds of stuff. But all, all I know is, you know, the fact that they have not scored, as of tomorrow, they have not scored a receiving touchdown in exactly one year wow. is also very disturbing. Yes, it is. And also, I know we're coming up on the top of the hour, but what were your thoughts about the offensive line's performance? Um, looking back at the game, out of there were eight hurries, and three sacks on Patterson, all responsible from running. Mm -hmm. And I read a take on him this week that said, you know, the good news is we can pick out things that Runyon, you know, needs to work on. The bad news is I think this is it. He's hit his ceiling. That's as good as he's ever going to be. Oh, boy. Wow. Well. You're you're depressing me, Rick. I guess I'm gonna have to perk up tomorrow. I know you're you're relatively close to my age group, going down to see the '68 Tigers tomorrow. So that'll perk me up a little bit. There you go. Hopefully, uh, you know what time is that? A night game or? Yeah, six ten tomorrow. The five five fifteen's the ceremony, but six ten for the game. All right. So you'll still have time to watch it. I, you know, I, I really want to come out tomorrow. I do not want to see the ground and pound we want to run the ball for 300 yards i want to see some reverses you know i want to yep. see them run that option the way it should be run so they can run it against good teams later on i want to see them running some out and up patterns you know throwing the ball 40 yards downfield you know sure enough of this dink and dunk stuff i'm right with you buddy all right rick hey good call appreciate it uh, definitely we'll take your takes anytime especially on the wolverines all right all right thanks guys Have see a good you bye-bye all right, I think uh, you know, I wasn't sure how this show was going to end up, but we ended up with some great calls tonight. Yeah. Another person with all kinds of data. Yes. All kinds of information. This, these are the types of calls we need. Amen, brother. And let's keep it up out there. This is the Friday Night Sports Forum. We're here every week, brought to you by Main Street Pizza and Jacob's Insurance. And if you like this kind of talk, tune in to Three Point Podcast, too. We usually record it every Tuesday, and it usually drops every Wednesday. So we, we need more uh, listeners. we got a lot of them right now, but we'd love to get you on board. Bartman, have a great weekend. Thanks to Gorgeous George, and we'll talk to you all again next Next Friday night, our game of the week, Chesanine at Ovidelsi. So long, everybody. The station serving Shiawassee, Clinton, and Gratiot Counties, C925, The Castle, WJSC, Ashley Owasso.